So, you really want to know what women do, say and think the way that we do, huh? Well, fasten your seatbelts and let's get... She says what? Started with your host, Alan Newman Jr. Good evening. How is everyone doing on this hump day? Happy Wednesday. You have tuned into She Said What? And, of course, I'm your host, Alan Newman, Jr. I'm so excited here. Just the way women think, feel, and why you behave certain ways. I'm sure you're used to sharing all these gems with your girlfriends. But, look, men really need this, and this is exactly what this uh, radio show is for. The show is all about the female's perspective and just what needs to be said to help build healthier relationships and bridge the communication between men and women. Now, for my business owners and entrepreneurs, if you're looking for the right network to air your services or products, I have just the place for you. Send your inquiry to ads at hesaidwhatnetwork.com, and we'll hook you up and tell our global listeners all about what you have to offer. Now, for the time you've all been waiting for, I present to you my guest tonight, Danielle. Uh, It is a pleasure having you here with us. I'm sorry, Kayla, why did I call you by your last name? Kayla, I appreciate you being here with us as we talk about does independence push men away? How are you doing on tonight, ma'am? I'm good. I'm good. And Danielle's my middle name, so you call me Kayla, Kayla Danielle, or just Danielle. Oh, okay. Sweet, 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 sweet. Awesome, awesome. It is a pleasure to have you here on the show. Um, for those who um, have this is your first time listening to us, of course, you know, let me go ahead and give you the groundwork on how the plays out on this show. If you have any questions, you can dial 515-602-9647. If you have a question, press the number one, or if you have a comment, press the number one, and we will bring you on um, over on the airways so that you can give your comment or perspective. For those who are listening on our He Said What radio network, Make sure that when you click on there that you type in the comment section of your question or your comment, and we'll read that over the air. So, Kayla, let's get it. So, of course, we're talking about does independence push men away? My first question for you, in your life, do you feel like your ability to be independent has pushed men away from pursuing you romantically? Um, I think my thought of what being independent is has what pushed men away to pursue me romantically because I've I've said oh I don't need you I want you you know Mm -hmm. I've I've said that plenty of times (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so many times and that comes from a place of trauma it comes from a place of being married at an early age divorced five years later, and then being a single mom. So, you know, it was just me before I decided to get back into the dating world. And having men do things for me, I'm like, and they, you know, puff up their chest. And I'm like, ew. You don't have to do that. Why why are you doing that? Like, I'm doing this. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I could take out my trash. Mm-hmm. I could hold my door. I could bring my groceries in, you know. So yeah. I think it's more so of my attitude 
towards what I think being an independent woman was or is. So mm-hmm. I think that pretty much is what pushed men away. I've been told that's what it was. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So then since, since you've gotten the feedback on why they've been pushed away from you, what did you do to change that? Or did you change that? Or did you just feel like, you know what? Because, you know, some people, they're like, this is who I am, deal with it. So what did you do when you was approached with men telling you that this has been a turnoff in regards to you being independent or overly independent? I'm like, well, if you can't handle me, then you don't deserve me. On to the next. Okay. Hey. Yes. That, that's that, what it was. That makes it sense. Was like, I was like, oh, you don't, you don't like that? On to the next. Mm-hmm. On to the next. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, because mm-hmm. I, I just, oh, what's the thing? I, I, I was just, you know, nitpicking, dating, and, oh, you don't like this about me? Well, I don't like you at all. That, you know. So oh, I, I did not okay. take that feedback very well because in my eyes, you, you should want a woman that can do things by herself. You, you, mm-hmm. why, why don't you like that? And one of my really, really great friends, I've known him since sixth grade, he was like, you are emasculating these men. <laughs> basically. Mm. You are basically telling these men that what they're doing, you can do it yourself, and that not what they want to hear. Let these men, if they want to take care of you, let them take care of you. Let's allow them to be a man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know how to do that because I was used to, you know, taking out my own trash. And if something was wrong with my car, if I couldn't do it, my daddy did mm-hmm. <laughs> So I just was like, it's one of those things where you say um, chivalry is dead, but are you allowing chivalry to not be dead? Oh, I like that. And I like I, that. I like I wasn't, that. And I, and I wasn't allowing people to take care of, or, you know, people to take care of me. And mm-hmm. that's not fair for me to say chivalry's dead when he probably was trying to be, and I just, I didn't agree with it. I didn't want and that's, that's it. Now, I will say now, I'm in a relationship, and I've, mm-hmm. even now I struggle with that, but he pushes back, so. Aha, okay, and kinda, okay. And, and I kind of like that, so, like, he, okay. we go toe-to-toe. Okay. So okay. So springing board off of that, since since you're in a relationship and you mentioned that, do you think a lot of independent women would prefer to have a man that pushes back at them? And not. And when I say push back, for those who are listening, I don't mean like push back, like put you in your place, but just push back, like, hey, I, I get what you're saying, but this is how I feel, and this is the way we should rock with it. Yes, and I say that because for me personally. I don't want someone that I can walk all over. Mm-hmm. I am what you would call a sapiosexual. So okay. I I love your mind. 
like if you can match wits with me, then we're going to be good. And so I would have appreciated it if a man would be like, you know what, sit down somewhere, let me change the tire. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Now, now when it comes, mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go ahead, go ahead, because I want you to kind of expound on it a little bit more. Okay, so or for them to do the thing, like you know, sit down and let me do this, let me take care of you, or hey, Kayla, you don't have to do this by yourself, and that's what really switched gears for me in this relationship is that he literally said. If we're together, you don't have to face the world by yourself. Mm, like he, he reached okay. me on that part. Like, we're a team. If you've got a problem, we've got a problem, and we're going to work it out together. And okay. that, that so, for me, I can appreciate that. Okay. So, so when it comes to that, do you think – because mm, I know you said you don't want someone that you walk over or they seem like they're a pushover. So what does that look like for you? Because there's some men that they are, they're loud and they seem like they're not a pushover, and then as soon as you say boo, you realize they are. But how do you handle that when you don't realize they're a pushover until you probably actually get into a relationship? Like how do you handle that? Because a lot of women who are independent – um, they say they want someone who's a protector, someone they, where they feel like, especially for black women, where they can be soft um, and they can be themselves and not have their guards up. But how do you handle that when you deal with someone who they're not the protector in your eyes that you think a protector is, but they are, just not like someone like I need a dude who's a thug. And you have some guys who they don't have that thuggish side or they don't show that thuggish side or wild protector side. 24-7, they show it when it's needed, but because you hardly see it, some women just automatically assume he's not going to be that one to protect her. So how, how do you navigate that when you're in the dating aspect of everything? I, I was in that situation. <laughs> and for me, I, I, mind you, I was 25-ish when I was dating this guy, and I realized he was not um, as aggressive as I needed him to be. So I, I would ask for things or do things just to see, like, how he would react. At that point, mm-hmm. I was doing things like that. And I'd be like, well, what's your opinion on this? I, I would be the pusher. So I would push back. Well, why don't you have an opinion? Why don't you, you know, I'd push and I'd push and I'd push. And he never was like above a three. Like he just agreed mm. with everything I said. Well, I like your opinion. And I, I I had to let him go. I was like, you're a nice guy, but you're not for me. Like, you, we, we can't, I don't need somebody to think just like me. I need an, an mm. independent person. I'm independent, you're independent, and then together, we're good. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, like, I basically mm -hmm. did not date for, like, two years after that. Ah, okay. And, and, 
was it because you were waiting for that right one to kind of meet what you was expecting? Or is it just like you was like, I'm just taking a break from dealing with anybody, period, um, in the dating realm at that time? I needed to work on me. Okay. And figure out, like, what exactly it is that I really wanted. Because you, you mentioned the females wanting, like, I guess a thug, like a protector. And, and mm-hmm. I used to joke around and say, like, I want me an intellectual thug, you know. Someone <laughs> that, I, I used to say that. that. That was my thing. And I used to, I was like, yeah, I could take him to the governor's ball, but I can also take him to the hole in the wall at 2 a.m. to get some wings, and I know I'm safe. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so when we talk about politics, but then we play in bones in the backyard at a cookout or a spade, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I just learned how to play, you know, two years ago, but we ain't going to go there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, so, and it's weird because sort of kind of the way that I act, you would think that I might have grown up in a one parent household. I did not. Mm. I, I did not. My parents celebrated 36 years today, yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. Congratulations to the parents. All right. Yes. And so, like, and, you know, they grew up together. So, basically, I watched my parents grow up because they had me when they were, like, 20 and 22. So, we basically all... I grew up with my mom and dad, and so I've seen the ups and downs and ups and downs, but I also know my dad will go to war for my mom, Mm -hmm. and so I've I've seen my mom, quote-unquote, have to be independent because my dad was in the military, so Mm -hmm. she got deployed, so she had to do things, you know, where it was just me and her, so she had to do all these things, but what for my child mind, out of sight, out of mind, what I didn't realize was they were still a team, mm-hmm. even when he was out of sight, out of mind. So it's interesting, now that I'm talking to you, like, where did I get this mindset that I don't need a partner? Like, where, where did that come from? And I don't That's know where that lies good. from with a lot of women, because the thing is, is we're supposed to have a help however that looks like for whoever. And to be an independent woman, what exactly does that mean? That's actually good. And, uh uh-huh. I think for me, you know, like, I no longer live with my parents. I'm in my own spot. I pay my bills. I take care of my children, you know. But I still crave a partner. So I can come home and decompress with. And I do have a strong personality, and it does come off. So I know because I do have a strong personality, I've chased a few guys off. Okay, okay. Hold that thought. Hold that thought for me, Kayla. We're we're going to run the break because I have a couple of questions I want to um, touch on about your mom um, with the relationship with your father. So we're going to cut the break real quick, and we'll be right back. Here on She Said What. Awesome. 
Hey, it's your girl, Simply Bree. Listen, I need all of my fellas and my ladies to head over to republicblackapparel.com right now. Go cop yourself a Juneteenth unisex t-shirt and also get the matching unity hat, okay? It's time that we invest back into our businesses, and what better time to do that than for Juneteenth? Enter the code SIMPLYBREE1 at the checkout for your special discount on orders $25 and up. Don't forget, spread the word, and shop Republic Black Apparel now. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to She Said What? We are talking about does independence push men away with my lovely, lovely guest, Kayla. She has been very insightful so far being on the show. Kayla, we're going to pick, piggyback up off of the questions um, I had earlier when speaking about your mother. For, for those who are listening, um, you can dial in at 515-602-9647. If you have a question or want to comment, press the number one. Or if you're listening via our um, live stream on He Said What Network, type in the comment section your question or comment, and we will read it um, out loud for the audience to uh, listen to. So first off, Kayla, piggyback on, um, with, um, with you being a mother, what, co- what qualities do you look for in a relationship as an independent woman? As an independent woman. Um, first of all, I have to know that he wants a family and that he knows that family is important. So I take a look at how he interacts with his own family. Um, also, is he a provider? Mm, how okay. does he provide? Um, mm-hmm. Also, like, we're, I'm a big kid. So I also look for someone that's gonna make me laugh. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big kid. So you know, someone I can have fun with. But the being family oriented and being a provider, those are like the top two things. And okay. And so, and I think eh, he also has to be somewhat goal oriented, like someone that knows what he wants out of life, but he's also making the steps to do that. And it takes a while for somebody to meet my kids. Like, my kids, I've been divorced since 2012. My kids have mm-hmm. met one person. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and that's it. Let's, okay, no, perfect, Kayla. So then question, what if the man you marry is also independent and he's not always in the household? How do you plan to operate at that part? As far as, like, he's always worked or he's working or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Not not like he's not in the house because he's over here trying to live his best life. Um, he, um, he's just not around the house due to, due to work, work or projects that he has going on. I honestly think I would be okay with that. <laughs> oh, because, okay, okay. And, and I say that because my husband was in the military, so I was used to being by myself, which is probably another layer of why I'm used, I've been used to doing things on my own because he was deployed a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, so 
if he's out making money or doing his passion or anything like that, then I'm okay. As long as when he comes home, he can decompress and, you know, be a family again, whatever he is. Okay. Now, I did notice. Now, I did notice, Taylor, you did mention that you want him to be family-oriented. I guess my question would be, let's say he is about pushing his passion, though. Would it concern you a little bit if it's like to you that he could be putting his passion ahead of his family? Because sometimes you see in society that happens with a lot of entrepreneurs and people that are running these billion-dollar companies. They tend to lose grasp of the time they have with their family. So would that cause concern? Or would you be like, you know what, he's doing what he has to do to make ends meet for the family. That is something I can give him a pass for. Or would you be like, we actually need to talk, and I understand you're on this grind, but I also need to make sure that our family is getting the same amount of energy that your job is giving. That would cause me some concern. And okay. I can lie and say, no, it wouldn't because he's a go-getter and do this, but it would. And I know it will. Because, um, again, going back to my ex-husband, he loves softball. And mm-hmm. that caused a rift in our marriage. Um, because he was, a, he was doing tournaments on the weekends. He played on one league on Mondays and Wednesdays, another league on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then he was at the park practicing on Fridays. So, I used to make a joke, well, I guess I need to be a ball with stitches to get some attention. <laughs> like, I'm happy he had a passion because I think couples should have passions outside of each other. But mm-hmm. when it starts affecting the family unit, then something needs to be drawn back. And I know softball is different than him running a business, but... I work hard to do a work-life balance. And as a single mom, mm-hmm. I've had to learn how to juggle that. Because I work full-time, I'm back in grad school, and I have three kids that are at different stages of their life. I have a teenager, a preteen, and a baby. So mm-hmm. I'm in all different places, but I also have to take care of myself. So if I'm bringing somebody into this unit, I'm going to need him to have his own thing, but he's going to have to know how to reel it in. And when we're a unit, we're a unit together. Okay, okay. Now, now with that being said, Kayla, are you willing to sacrifice your desires to be, to either continue the relationship you are in or to be married again? Or how staunch are you on your desires when it comes into the relationship aspect? I've had to find someone that would be my biggest cheerleader, and I did, um, because I'm going to be honest, while dating, I've had some crazy jobs, and I've had one guy, flat out, I was a felony probation officer, and one guy, I really liked him, sweet, had a good job, family oriented, all marked, just checked off everything, and he made the comment to me. If we get more serious, you're going to have to quit your job as a probation officer 
and I'm going to bring you home to be a housewife. I entered the next day. I'm not housewife material. (laughs) I've been a stay-at-home mom. It's not for me. Okay. And then it turned into, well, I'm concerned because you have a dangerous job and this and that. I was like, and I, when I told him, I can't get hit by a bus walking outside my door. So, but we were not aligned. He wanted a woman to take care of the house, cook, clean, and just basically take care of the kids. That's not me. So, yeah. so he, no he, basically, he basically just wants you to be, to be, and I, I know this is going to sound funny, but basically like a 60s, 70s mom, if, if we be honest. Barefoot and pregnant is what he wanted me. That's, <laughs> not, that's not who I am. I am not. Like, I cook and I do what I have to do because I'm a mom, but if a man's coming to me and says, I don't want you to work anymore, more, Stay home. I'm going to be like, you know what? This, this ain't going to work. <laughs> I, I, I will go through crazy. And so to answer your question, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm not going to. I gave so much of myself in my last marriage that mm-hmm. building myself up to where I am right now, I'm not willing to let Kate book again. So I've had to okay. find a partner who understands that. And he's my biggest cheerleader. He's the reason why I'm back in school. He was like, you can do it. You got the support now. And, you know, so. Okay, okay. So, yeah. And he knows what I want to do. And he's the type of person that's like, okay, what's your five-year plan? Well, what are you going to do to get there? Like, stuff like that turns me on. Let's let's talk about five-year plan. Like, where do you Mm -hmm. see yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just think you have to match energies. And it's okay for you to want this and the person you're dating to want something else, but you guys have to communicate. And if it's not aligned, you guys have to you have to separate. I think a lot of relationships and a lot of women, I think, well, he's a good guy. Well, I can do this. I can do that. And then they become unhappy and then resentful in that relationship. Because they're because they gave them gave so much of themselves to fit into what their partner wants. Men do it too. I don't true, think anybody has so, to you know cower their passions or their dreams. You just have to find the right person that's gonna hype you up and be your biggest cheerleader and be like, we can make this work. And, and that makes sense, Kayla, and I, I definitely appreciate that take. So in, in regards to that, since we were talking about sacrificing your desires to be in a relationship or married again, what if he is around, because you said you wanted to be family-oriented, what if he is around more for the family, but he couldn't provide financially by doing that? So it's pretty much one of those he's taking, one or the other is going to falter off. So if he's around the family more, um, if he's around the family more, then he's not going to be able to provide as sufficiently financially. How would that shape your relationship um, with him and the expectations of it being that you could, like you said, you are an independent woman, so you're used to being able to f- 
free thinking, make your own decisions, but now you're in a relationship with someone, how would that um, how would that affect your relationship? If you know he's doing, he's there for your family, but financially he can't provide the way you would probably want him to. Well, let my mama tell you, when I was three, I said I wanted a house husband. So if that's what he want to do, I'll go make the bread. And that really has not changed. So, I tell you, I did not want to be in this house. I don't. So, wow, so for the fellas who are listening, for the fellas who are listening here on she said what? If Taylor and her current re- uh, relationship does not work out, she is willing to have a house mate. I'm just letting you know. Just, just, for, just, just for future residents. You know, if that's what you want to do, and I'm not one of those to be like, oh, I make the money, you do everything in the house. No, it's still a team effort. You mm-hmm. cook some nights, I cook some nights. We make sure the kids get to where they need to be. You know? It is. It's because being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job that I don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, because I've, I've seen my parents struggle together, having a two-household house, going down to, you know, a one-income house. And if you're in a relationship, you have to learn how to give and to take. If I fall my partner should be able to pick me up. If he falls, I should be able to pick him up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, and, and, you know. And that's just and, my and that's opinion. A, so, that's a, yeah. And that's an accurate exception, but let all jokes aside, let, let's let be honest. Real men who are have been garnered and raised, and especially if their dads is in the household, raised to be providers, necessarily they're probably not going to be for the whole House husband, so it would be interesting uh, for your, um, and that's why you said earlier you got to be careful with who you match up with, because there's there's some men that I look at that like there's no way on God green's earth I'm about to be a house husband. Um, that's not how it's going to roll. Um, but we'll actually come back to that part, Kayla. We're about to go to our break um, here on she said what as we continue talking about does independence push men away. Um, So listen uh, to this commercial break, and we will be right back. What's up? This one, Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network.
That was Love Like Mine by Janae Nicole. Awesome, awesome track. I definitely want to appreciate our producer, Bree, for the comments that she comes, the music that she plays on the show weekly. Um, so, actually, um, you're back on She Said What as we talk about does independence push men away. Um, before we go back, um, there's actually someone who commented, um, and I'll read their comment off. He said, no, nah, it does, n- nah, it does not. The posturing, arrogance, or lack of humility does. I know plenty of females that drive Benzes and BMWs, and their beds are 20 degrees because of their attitude. All right. So it uh, sounds like my brother is saying the reason why a lot of um, men aren't dealing with independent women is because of their attitude and their posture. Kayla, what is your thoughts on it? And before Kayla gets before Kayla gets her answer, for my viewers that are listening, um, you can um, for my listeners, you can dial five one five six zero two ninety six forty seven. Press the number one if you have a comment or question, or like you do, you can do for our listener who just posted his question on the He Said What Network. Type in your question, um, and we'll read it on the air. So, with that, Kayla, based on that response, what is your take on that? Isn't that what I said at the beginning? That it's not so much of my independence that probably puts guys away, but my attitude? I said that. Yes, you did. did. You did. You did at the top of the show. You did, actually. So so I agree. It's not so much that the woman is an independent or in a certain tax bracket or has this degree or she does this or does that. It's how she carries herself. Um, Like he Mm -hmm. said, the lack of humility. Now, I'm, I'm... as humble as can get. I'll tell you when I'm broke. I'll tell you when I'm a little rich. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm very open. But like he said, it's how you carry yourself. As if like, like I said, my mantra was, I don't need you. You're with me because I want you. And mm-hmm. that that would, now that I'm 33, that would turn me off. That actually hurt my little ego. Like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm, you know, you don't need me. Everybody wants to feel needed a little bit. And, you know, I grew up with mostly boys and my best friend. One of my best friends is a guy. And he'll he'll tell mm-hmm. me super quick, like, why why would you say that? What why why would you do that? <laughs> hey, Taylor, mm-hmm. you don't have to be hard all the time. It's okay to show your soft side. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that I can't speak for all women, but for me, I know that I felt that if I showed my soft side or that I do like cuddles, and even though I can change my tire by myself because my dad made sure all of us could, I I don't want to, you know, but I'm going to show you. I don't really need you. Let me get out here and do this. And that could be a turn off. you know what? Mixed signals, yeah. True, and you know what? Let me let me jump on that, Kayla. So, do you believe that your that parents can actually be a reason why women are independent? Because I'm listening to you mentioning your dad about changing your tire, and I'm thinking about my little sister. Um, my dad made sure that both of us knew how to do stuff and not need somebody. My dad used to always say. If any man tries to approach my daughter, I want to make sure that she already has the stuff that he's willing, to, he's going to try and offer her so that he understands that material is not going to get her. But do you feel like parents sometimes feed into that independence that women show because they teach them, I need you to know the tricks of the trade. I need you to know 
everything that a guy would try to say to you or try to do or manipulate you with, so you, you are not going to fall for it. But does that in turn kind of backfire because you may run into a man who is genuine? Because um, I have female friends who, like, I've told them, if you go out of town, let me know when you get there. Not even being controlling, I just want to make sure you're safe. And I've had friends who are like, nah, I don't do that. So do you think sometimes the way our parents raise our women, especially our fathers, does that contribute to that so-called independent, um, thought, independent thought process? Yes, and I think it, and that goes for male and females too, but especially for girls where their dad is actually in their life. Because like my dad mm-hmm. would flat out be like, let me, let me hip you to the game, mm-hmm. you know. So I think that it can shoot backwards. Now, my dad is a, the ultimate girl dad. There's no mm-hmm. boy. Three daughters. Three oh, daughters. okay. him or him with his friends and or you know listen to their own army tales and he made sure you know we can change our time or, or anything like that but something my dad always says that if you have somebody if you have a man in your phone why are you calling me mm-hmm. well, why, why can't he do that and then you're embarrassed mm-hmm. because you're like Okay, okay, and, and, and I, I think you are correct because I've seen it multiple times. Um, and then the ironic thing, and for my female uh, listeners, I'm not coming for y'all at all, but I have noticed a lot of my female friends who have softened up on that approach that were independent. Ironically, uh-huh. they're in relationships, healthy relationships. A few of them are actually getting ready to get married. So it makes you wonder, like, truly being independent as a as a woman, is it truly worth it if you're looking for a relationship? Because I feel like if you're independent and you don't, and you're not really looking for a relationship, it really doesn't bother you if guys want to deal with you or not, because you're like, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. If, if, if you want to deal with me, you can. If you don't, it's whatever. I'm not really looking to please you. But it could be counterproductive for women who are looking to want to be in a relationship, but they're dealing with that heavy um what's the word, heavy baggage of being this super independent person. You you hit it. Because previously, remember when I told you that I was like, well, you can take me for what I am or don't? Mm-hmm. I was not looking to settle down. I was not looking for anything serious. I had been married. I got married at 19. Divorced oh, wow. at 24. Okay. You know, divorced single mom at 24. So, and he was the only person I had ever been with. Um, we met in college. So, like, he's all I knew. So, I got, I took a year, you know, just to deal with that. And I thought I was healed. But then when I got into the dating world, I realized I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so, I've been working on myself, I want to say, since, like, 2017. 
I've just been working on Kayla, you know, going to therapy, trying to find what career I wanted to do, um, regain, because I had to move back into my parents' house. So, you know, I saved money, paid off my cards, you know, and then I had to, you know, move back out on my own. And so, like, last two years, I've basically been trying, you know, to really become independent. For mm-hmm. the work, for the word, sense, you know, not need my parents, not need anything, not anything. And this relationship that I'm currently in, it came out of nowhere, but it came when I finally said, okay, God, if you're going to throw this man through my window with one of these hurricanes, I'm ready. Because to be honest, I don't go out. I don't go clubbing. I'm either at mm-hmm. work, in school, or taking my kids to one of their many activities. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I wasn't out there. I wasn't out there looking. Like, I'm the ultimate soccer mom. Well, volleyball mom now, too. And um, so, but this guy, like, he knew me. We've known each other for years. And he's always been after me. But I'm just like, oh, no, no. And it's not because he's a pushover or anything like that. But you know when you connect with somebody that I would have not been good for him right after my divorce but I'm good for him now if that makes sense because he brings that softer side of me and something else I realize is that I feel safe with him so I'm able to put my guard down I don't have to be by myself and I think that's what a lot of women are looking for if they are if these quote unquote independent women are truly searching for or truly are ready for a relationship, it will have, it will take the right man to break her walls down. Because until then, he is going to have that, what did that guy say, the lack of humility, the way mm-hmm. they hold themselves, they're going to have that about themselves. Because they're, they're not, they don't want to settle. And I don't think anybody should have to settle. And you might not like their attitude, but that just means she's not Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because a woman can still have all that, be independent, and she'll be able, you'll see the softer side of her if you're the one meant for her. And if not, keep pushing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and actually, we have someone else who just um, dropped a comment. Um, he, uh, this gentleman stated, women who showcase masculine energy like this is not what men want to deal with. It's like we will have to jump through hoops to show we're capable of being the man in the relationship. Um, I, I kind of want him to expound on what part he was speaking in in regards to the masculine energy. Um, but oh, I know okay, I before, do. Um, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> I know I Okay, okay, so actually what we're going to do, we're going to cut to our final break because someone else just asked a question that's going to piggyback into what you just said. So we're going to cut to our final okay. break, um, and then, guys, we will bring you back into our She Said What, Does Independence Push Men Away? I will hit her with this final question, and then we will wrap it up. So we'll be back in a bit. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget, serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. 
I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. All right, guys, you are back to the final stretch of She Said What? As we are talking about, does independence push men away with my lovely guest, Kayla? She has been amazing today on the show. Um, If you have any questions or comments, you know, dial 515-602-9647 and press the number one. Or if you are listening, streaming online, as a lot of our gentlemen have been doing today, comment your take or questions, and I'll read that on the on the air. Um, so, Kayla, you already agreed that you do um, exhibit masculine ener- energy. So then the next question that a gentleman has is, so where is your sensual and feminine side? In the bedroom. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, to me, I mean, I... I've had some very tough jobs. So I've been a corrections officer. I've been a felony mm-hmm. probation officer. I've done um, CPS. And then I work with high-risk students in the inner cities. So, and I'm 5'2 on a good day. So Not 5'2 you know, on a good day. On a great day, I'm 5'2. So <laughs> when you're in jobs like that, you have to exert a type of energy. And mm-hmm. it's not that, and like I said, I grew up with boys. Because my family, my immediate family is the only one with girls. So, like, all my cousins are boys. So I grew up playing tag football or chasing them and, you know, talking shit with the boys. Most of yeah. my good friends are males. So it's not so much... Oh, I'm going to say this. What is so scary about a woman having, like, what is masculine energy? Is it because I'm, you think I'm aggressive in the way that I'm talking or, or whatever? Because to me, all I heard was I have toxic masculinity problems and I can't handle a woman that speaks up for herself. And I know we don't have time to get mm-hmm. into that, mm-hmm. but that that's what I hear. So, I don't want to say that a guy's going to have to handle me, but you, we have to match with because I'm nothing to be handled. I'm a person. And like I said mm-hmm. before, you ask the question, you know, you don't, have to, you don't have to break down walls or anything. I do have a soft side. I do mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. Um, a sensual side. But I'm not some dainty little flower that you have to hold, and I'm not a porcelain doll either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and I don't and I don't want to be. My parents didn't treat me as such, so I don't expect anybody else to treat me as such. I can handle okay, my okay. own, but I would also like for my man to handle things for me if need be. Mm-hmm. But what, don't you want a woman that if you're not there, you know she got herself, or do you want someone that you constantly have to worry about? Because okay, and, and, and I think I think you 
I, I feel like you struck a chord, uh, Kayla. You have we got a couple more comments. Um, one one um, individual asked, "What about the way you speak to a man? What about the way you deal with a waitress who gets your order wrong? Um, how do you handle those situations?" Um, and, and I'm I'm assuming he's saying that in regards to the central side of you, because a, a lot of men expect women, like you said, to have a softer side in the way they handle certain situations. So, h- how would you go about well, it? They'll, they'll have to be around my kids, because I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not an asshole for lack of better words. I do have a nurturing mm-hmm. side. I'm mm-hmm. a mom. Now I say, oh, I know mm-hmm. all moms don't, but. I do have a soft side. I'm very caring. All of my jobs are in the helping profession. Um, mm-hmm. So you, you do have to have a soft side, but the way that I talk to my man, I guess my voice does get a little bit higher, and I am a little bit giddy with him. And mm-hmm. I guess if my waiter get my order wrong, I don't want them to spit in my food or your food. But excuse me, but this isn't correct. Can you please fix this? Thank you. You can mm-hmm. be assertive mm-hmm. and get your point across, but I don't. I don't have to talk, you know, like this or whatever. You know, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. straight to the point. Um, I like to get my point across. If I have a problem, I'm the type of person that's going to be like, "We need to fix this." I'm not going to come to you like a baby because I'm an adult. You're an adult, so we're going to talk it out like adults. And mm-hmm. I mean, I know some men probably don't like that, but that's okay. No, and I. Every. Yeah, it, it is. Everyone has their choices and what they're willing to accept and what they're not going to accept, which makes it amazing why we're human beings. Um, there's actually someone else, um, Kayla, who responded. Men want peace and respect. Sex is an added luxury. Um, I also understand all men have a different view of peace, and all men have a different view of respect. So when you hear things like that, men want peace and respect, sex is an added luxury. So do you feel, matter of fact, we'll use your, we'll use your current relationship if you don't mind. If, if you were to speak to him and ask him, does he, if he feels like he has peace and respect, how do you feel his answer would be to that question? If you were like, babe, I got a question. Do you feel like that I give you the proper respect um, and peace that you need for your life? Um, he would say I give him peace, but he will also tell me that I'm disrespectful as hell. <laughs> <laughs> he okay, will. okay, he okay. Will. He will. Because I'm, I'm very blunt. Like, um, mm-hmm. it's a long distance relationship, so we communicate a lot. And mm-hmm. sometimes, like, okay, for instance, this morning, I'm used to him calling me on his way to work. Well, he mm-hmm. did it. And so, but, you know, I follow him on Life 360, whatever. So I know he made it to work on time. So instead of mm-hmm. like, hey, baby, good morning, I miss talking to you. I was like, yo, did you leave your earbuds at home? Because he's very, like, he's very strict on not talking on the phone unless he has his earbuds. And I know that's why he didn't call. But it wasn't, he was like, yes, babe, you know, you know. <laughs> so, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will say that. I've learned 
we've both learned how to fight right in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And to pick okay. back that men do want respect. There's a book called Love and Respect um, for Couples. And it says women want love, men want respect. So y'all mm-hmm. y'all read that. Okay, and, and we have someone else who has, um, as we come co- towards the end of the tape, Kayla, we have another person who's typed up. So if you can talk to a waiter to make sure they get the food straight without any tampering, why can't she speak to her dude with the same energy? Um, who said I did her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Because I do. I speak to mm-hmm. him that way. I, I speak with everybody with respect because, again, that's how I grew up. I'm not out here just disrespecting people that because mm-hmm. that's not who I am as a person. But I'm still going to mm-hmm. get my point mm-hmm. across, and I'm still going to say what I need to say. And, it, and I know a lot of it isn't what you say but how you say it. How you say but it, yeah. But at the same time. I'm going to give you this information, how you receive it, that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I have to apologize and, and for you my know, phone a lot. Yeah. And, and you know what, Kayla, because you mentioned a good point when you mentioned, um, and we'll wrap up in a bit, when you mentioned about the, the work that you do. Do you um, believe that because you worked in corrections, because I have female friends that worked in corrections, and their demeanor is definitely a little harder, um, but it's because of the nature of the job. And I feel like that actually plays a part, too, in how women in that field actually come off to other men. Because in that field, you can't afford to be the nice, the nice young lady. You can't afford to be the little dately young lady. So I feel like that actually plays a part in how you may interact dating, which sucks because if a guy doesn't like exactly how you come across to them, they'll take it as you might have been disrespectful to them, not realizing that's how you carry yourself because of the, the, the job you have. But to also play devil's advocate, I also know there's some women who are in those same positions, but they know, like they wear like a suit of clothes. When they're outside of it, they kind of take it off, and you would never know they worked in corrections. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can, I can see both sides. Mm-hmm. And, and I get that, and but the thing is, it's like I also worked probation, felony probation. So mm-hmm. in my community, so I always had to carry. My head was always on the swivel because you're walking through Walmart, you hear, "Yo, Officer Crockett," like, sir, <laughs> I am with my children. You don't know me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and like. I'm I'm five two on a good day. So I, I you know, they say guys with small things have big trucks. So when I make up inside, <laughs> I kind of, you know, I I'm a little bushy. I'm I'm but I'm I'm cool and I'm laid back too. I'm the girl who on a first date I wanna go sit at a pub, watch some sporting event, eating wings, drinking beer. That that and I and I get that like Taylor, you're not one of the homeboys, but you, I can do that, or you can take me to a nice restaurant and I can throw on some heels too. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, 
that I, I rock with that, Kayla, and I definitely appreciate that. Um, we're going to wrap up, but before we wrap up, can you please allow our listeners to know where they can follow you on social media and if you have any uh, products they may be interested in, please, ma'am. Yes, if you want, you can follow me on Instagram. It's underscore. It's Kayla, K-L-A, Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. Follow me. You'll see a bunch of mom stuff, mental health, pro-black things. I'm actually in the process of um, starting back a blog. It should be out probably around July with my first couple of things, and it's going to just be lifestyle, um, being a black mom in this era, and raising girls, and lots and lots of food, because we do cook and eat around here. Awesome, awesome. Once again, Kayla, I definitely want to thank you for being my guest tonight on She Said What, as we talk about does independence push men away. Fellas, 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 y'all came out strong. I appreciate you guys for commenting on our He Said What live stream. I appreciate the feedback um, as I do every Wednesday. I also want to take the time to thank our listeners who are tuning in through syndication, syndication on Street Madness Radio. As you know, I'm your host, Alan Newman Jr. here on She Said What. But for those who are listening, you know what we do on the He Said What Network. On this Friday, we have Fetish Finesse with Nisi at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sunday, we have Let's Connect with P's Intuition from 8 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Monday, we have Simply Sports with One Mike, RG, and Simply Bree from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. On Tuesday, we have Studio Vibes. And we also have He Said What, starting at 7.15. And on Wednesdays, of course, you have me, your host, Alan M. Newman, Jr., on She Said What. It was amazing having you guys on here today as we talked about does independence push men away. Looking forward to having you guys on next week when we talk about communication, greatest fears when dealing with men. Thanks for being on here and listening with us. Have a wonderful, wonderful – oh, and before I forget, do not – Forget this Saturday we have Red Plate Cuisine that you'll be able to tune in if you're a cooker and you'd like to sit there and stir in the kitchen. I'm not that much of a cooker, but I'm definitely paying attention. That will be live on Saturday. You can definitely listen in at 8 p.m. on YouTube. With that being said, enjoy the rest of your night and looking forward to talking to you next Wednesday on She Said What. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.